This episode of the Two Fit Crazies in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by TFC Productions. Two Fit Crazy Productions, TFC Productions, that's our production company helping people with their podcasts. Increase your brand, grow your business by creating your very own podcast, and we are here to help you every step of the way. You do not have to do all the work. We do a lot of it for you. This podcast is also brought to you by ContiFit.com. Get the best online training, the best in arthritis, in let's face it together, facial fitness and rehabilitation, all sorts of functional fitness training at your fingertips. That's ContiFit.com. Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Uh, virtual health coaching sessions and corporate wellness programs, all the information at high5healthandfitness.com. It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Brian. Yeah. How's it going? It's going well, but I could use some crushed ice in my cola. Oh, geez. Okay. That was just a little um, preview, so you're going to have to listen to the end of this podcast if I you want to hear crushed about crushed ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I don't drink cola. I haven't had a cola in a long time. Do you drink soda? I don't, but every, I don't know, once a month, I'm like, or maybe twice a month. Yeah. I'm like, I get like a, I want a sip of it. Well, there's things that I don't go drink hand all in hand. of it. Like my, just... fa- my father in law, like when he has pizza, he needs like an ice cold ice, you know, like Coke. You know, <laughs> oh, excuse me. You know, <laughs> coronavirus. <laughs> Sorry. Keep it over um, there. But, uh, I always, well, not very much often, but when I was younger, if I would have a couple drinks at a night, the next morning, I would want soda. Super cold soda? Like that was, I don't, that was a thing. Yeah. I haven't had that in forever, but that was like a... Well, anything cold at that point is refreshing. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. Right. But uh, wait till you hear from our returning guest again, friend of the Two Fit Crazies. Speedball Steve Feinberg is back with us today. We have such a good time with the Steve. Steve Steve Feinberg, not yes. the other Steve Feinberg. Not yeah, not the hedge not the- fun guy. That's <laughs> who may be a great guy. There we don't know. Are different degrees no to wealth and 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 areas of wealth and mm-hmm. and knowledge is wealth. And Steve is very wealthy in many in many ways. Right. Um, he's so much fun because we get into. Um, a little bit of, I would say, reality check today. Reality check of everything's wonderful. Yay! And, you know, I'm social media, I post a whole bunch. Sometimes you'll see a bunch of posts that are like, yay, life is wonderful. But then, like, you'll see me, like, crying in a corner, like, you know, <laughs> like, looking disheveled. And that's really what life's about. And, you know, and we're... We're not here to play rainbows and butterflies and riding my magical pony. We're here to say, all right, here's what's happening. Can we acknowledge this sometimes? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. look, it's not it, – it, I mean, who's being real right now? You know, you're not going to find realness on Instagram. I'm being real right now. Okay. My life is just chaos as always, and it's just fine. Totally it's, fine. Yeah, but that's how you roll. I mean, always. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's you being you. I, it's me yeah. being woke. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> woke. I don't know. I'm up. Pass it on that one. Here we go. All right. So, yeah, I mean, like, like look, if, if you 
think that it's exactly the perception of that you're getting is, you know, is exactly what you're, you know, seeing on, you know, the Instagram and the social media and stuff. Oh my God. You're like, being tricked even more yeah. these days than you were before. Oh yeah. So, uh, it's good that you show some of that realness Conti, uh, from time <laughs> to time. I always say like more crying. I need more crying from you. All right. Could you do that? Could you like have a little bit more of those, those Facebook and lives and all that stuff? I haven't cried and I haven't needed to cry for my sanity in a while. The Iron Man updates, like for the first Iron Man were like the best. I was so scared. I'm like, (laughs) oh my God. Oh, and she's crying. Okay, good. Because Angel Bob said the worst thing that could happen is I could die. (laughs) That's what he told me. And I'd already, before that race, I'd already had a, I'd already been yanked from the Boston Marathon that year because I'd started like my chemo medicine. I didn't finish the race. Was that before or after your first? That was before the first. That was before the first. I couldn't finish the Boston Marathon. Then I had an anxiety attack in my first open water swim and like I couldn't breathe and I had to be like dragged back to shore. And then, yeah. And it was just a whole, there was a million people that were like, you could never do this. Have you trained enough? Did what are you, you crazy? Coach? Why would you blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> to die. and I just slow clap that crying on the public display. It was scary. Fear. It was scary. So, Hey, it's a hell about. of an intro we're doing for Steve Feinberg. Mm-hmm. Guys, listen, you know him. You love him. He's been on our show like probably more than yeah. anybody. He's and got really good advice too about great advice. You know, and we're done with this whole pivot rainbow thing. This is a here's what he's been doing, and he shares it with you. And you know, we're going to talk about some things that maybe you might do that may help you Just as well. Getting better and and keeping it moving and loving every minute of it. He's a good guest. <laughs> Here we go. Enjoy. Christine Conte. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. About to go down. Brian, how you doing? I'm great. <laughs> I'm fucking awesome. <laughs> great. It's, it's just great. great. Everything's great. We're having the best great? time. Steve to- Feinberg, how the hell yeah. are you? Like Tony the Tiger, I am great. It's just great. Everything's everything great. It's great. Aren't we all just great? It's fine. Isn't oh, everyone in fine. the fitness industry great? Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. Especially, I mean, living the if, dream. If you look at social media, everyone is just doing fantastic. Oh and they my look God, great. Look at how everyone's crushing it. It's and incredible. They're making so much money. And like, I mean, they're, it looks like every single workshop is filled with like hundreds of people. <sighs> Best what day ever. Pandemic. What pandemic? Never mind what the federal government says. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Oh, everything's my. great. I am such like Pavlov's dog, too, because Christine's like, Brian, how's it going? I'm like, I'm great. Great. The bell rang, and I just knew how to. The sun is shining. 
I did my gratitude journal this morning. I talked about what I was grateful for to myself. There's air in my lungs. My legs work. I had food. You Roof know, over my head. I'm not, I'm not looking for shelter. Right. Yeah. It's not raining yet. You know, everything's great. Yeah. Great. And you know what also yeah. helped with the greatness is like the half a pack of Prozac I chewed down on for breakfast. <laughs> Maybe the four martinis that I, you know, chased my dinner with last night. Yeah. And uh, um, laudanum is kicking ass these days. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, making, making a big comeback from the late 1800s. Laudanum. <laughs> laudanum for all of your pandemic living needs. Sponsored by Anxiety and brought to you by Kept Calories. Oh my God. Can't yeah. be healthy without it. Yeah. All right. Before we totally get chaotic. Seriously. Yep. (laughs) How? Okay. So here is one good thing before we get crazy. There are so many um, How is daddy life going? Because. I mean, it is the solace in the storm. It is my, my, my lighthouse in the ocean, my oasis in the desert. It's everything that I need. And everything that I want every day. Isn't it crazy? Kids are just, it, it's, you can't explain it's this wild. to people. I, I just came off of a, of a afternoon of homeschool here. <laughs> so like Steve, like, Brian's twitching in the corner right now Did I? and scratching his head. You're out Watner at four. So I, 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 no, no, it's look. Let me let me let me go further on that answer. Then, to be fair, my son is is turning sixteen months old. From what I'm told, this is like the best age ever. So, and remember, mind you, first child. I have nothing to compare this to. I don't have college kids like Christine. I don't have. I don't have college kids. How the hell old do you think I am? High school rolling into college. How old? Are you? <laughs> F yourself. Oh, you're going down. Now. Oh, Jesus got- Christ. I'm like 25 years old. I'm like 25 right now. now. Um, Alex is, Alex is 12, although he's, he's 12 years old man child. 12 12 going on 20. Mom, can you make me a cup of coffee? I'm like, what? <laughs> Pick me up a pack of soap. I'm like, I'm, I'm for Clemps. Can you just, yeah. can you just make the coffee? Yeah. Up for- get on your zoom call, oh. sweetheart. I'll get you coffee. No, this is, this is supposed to be, you know, I have nothing to compare it to. First kid. So this is supposed to be the magical time. Like every word he says is an exciting gift that we <laughs> clap our hands for. You know, like we're clapping for words. And I've been saying to my wife, like on the side, on the sly, like offline when Jesse's not around, I've been like, you know, someday he's going to say horrible things to us and hurt our feelings right now. <laughs> smile when I say it. She goes, I know, but it's really cute right now. And we're still clapping like monkeys with symbols in front of him. You know, imbeciles clap. Yay, Jesse said cat. Cat. That's right. That's a cat. And what does the cat do? Meow. I mean, that's, that's where we're at right now. And he's starting to put together phrases. Um, he's starting to be a really interesting kid, and his personality is emerging. And I, and I, I promise you that'll be a downside at some point soon because he's a willful, expressive kid, which sounds great until there's disagreement. Um, but right now, I'm just riding the lightning. I mean, everything about it is great. He's super active and verbal, and I think he's going to be diesel. Uh, and he, <laughs> he he prefers to be being thrown high in the air, or we're doing. He's he's 16 months and. We haven't had him obviously in any kind of indoor programs or anything because you know because Rona. But mm-hmm. he uh, he he loves to tumble, 
he'll look at me and he'll point to the floor and I'll say, okay, Jesse, hands down, head down. And he goes into like a down dog with his head on the floor and his hands in the ground. And then I push his butt and he rolls over and he gets so excited and he stands up and says more. That's one of his favorite words, more. So like, that's where we're at. And, and awesome. I really have to say, I love every, I'm loving every second of it. And it has, it has given me a North star in an otherwise blistering time of, uh, of, of, difficulty and confusion so it's been great it's it's great man enjoy it i i always say those are real greats no no this fantastic because look i i always say like it keeps getting better like as good as it is right now it'll get better it'll keep getting better you know there there's moments in all these things my my oldest is 11 and it's like right now Mm. like he's like sitting shotgun with me and it's awesome you know what i mean like so like there's always those lighthouse moments and uh you know it's it's really really a whole lot of fun man it's just uh, i love it yeah it's so good my daughter just massaged um my shoulder before we came here because i'm like lore lore mommy has this real big knot I'll massage it. I'm like, oh yes, you will with that candy cane lotion. Here we go, girlfriend. <laughs> Woo! Oh, wow. Woo! Elbow, you, elbow. She's like, am I next? I'm like, I gotta go to a podcast, sweetheart. But yes, <laughs> later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, pay it back to pay it forward. Gosh. I like it. Oh man. So, all right. So you've been pandemicked in uh, New York City. Please. I mean, please yeah. tell us. What the heck is going on right now? What What's going on in the chaos? Uh, well, so right now we're on the verge of a of, of a, we've imposed some new restrictions. We're about to be did orange, which is going to be known as an evil color after this 2020 <laughs> color coding system. Orange, which was once a warm color that everyone looked forward to in every way, shape, or form, right. is Sunset, now a sign sunrise. of right. Sure, oranges themselves, delicious. It's now going to be a sign of uh, a, a symbol of irresponsibility, uh, negative feelings, sickness, and restriction. So that's exciting. Uh, and and um, Great. so we're, we have restaurants and, and gyms close at 10 o'clock in New York right now. But, but uh, our fearless leader, Governor Cuomo, predicts that by middle December, uh, mid-December, we will uh, we'll probably have to shut the restaurants and the, the gyms again. I think they should have shut the restaurants again already. I also have a particular feeling uh, about the idiocracy behind our bureaucracy. Uh, it, it, it makes, to me, zero sense to wait until we hit like a 6% positivity rate and have enough contagion to be quote-unquote declared orange when we could just restrict and close down temporarily now and experts say – that we would close for half the time that we would if we wait until it gets worse and close. Like, why wait until it's really bad right. to do something good about it? What what happened to the concept of proactivity? And this is something that the fitness industry is on the front lines of as the true uh, outside of death hospitalization, the true wealth care system in our world. Um, we we're proactive. We do prophylactic and prehabilitative exercise. You know, we, we know to preempt and I wish that they would take the same, the same, uh, same position, the same stance here. That being said, I would like to declare as a disclaimer that I currently do not have a brick and mortar and I'm not a business owner. And I would probably feel different if I had to choose between the possibility of being around 
an environment that could make or other people sick, which I consider irresponsible and or starving myself and my family and not being able to pay my bills. That's not a fun choice for anybody. And no one should be envious of anyone's situation right now. It's just the kind of thing that we all have to lift each other up to work through. Amen. Um, I love number one. We'll start with being infantile at first. Uh, Number one, I remember when I was 16 and my dad found a prophylactic in my jacket and he was like, there's a prophylactic in your jacket. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, what? I'm like, huh? I'm like, oh, that's what that word means. That's how I learned that word. I don't know why that slipped out of my vocabulary. But as soon as you said that, I went right back to 16 like, oh. Great. Look um, at you being all safe. Look at I, I don't even I'm, <laughs> I made up some great story about how everyone carries them and they, they give them out in health. I was such a good They talker. give them out at school. They give them out yeah, at, totally. They give them out at That's school it. because you want to make sure just in case something happens that you have it, not that you would use it, but everybody carries them. Right. It's right. a symbol of being <laughs> of being careful. And every once in a while they ask us and they spot check if we have it on us. <laughs> and if we don't have it in our jacket then we get uh, some sort of demoralizing yeah. check on yeah. our record or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, you could sell that. You could totally sell I, that. I That's had fine. the best responses. Like, I'm sure everyone was like, you're so full of it. But, like, it was great. Like, they were, like, thought out. Like, you know, there was an introduction, a, you know, middle. There were some quotes yeah, yeah. and a closing. Conclusion. Conclusion. Strong yeah, conclusion. Some sort of summary. You know. Insummation. Yes. Put the system the on trial. Therefore. The yeah. <laughs> Here to four, ergo. As a result. Yeah, so facto. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. So there's that. And then, um, it's, it's difficult. I know that, you know, I also don't have a brick and mortar and you know, there's, uh, you know, both, all of us sitting here right now, no, we, I don't either. we do, you know, contract out or work for brick and mortars. I guess you would say that. Sure. Um, absolutely. but again, I would never, I keep saying this all the time and people, everyone I've talked to in my whole life has said, don't ever get a brick and mortar. Don't ever do it. And I've thought about it so many times and people have talked me out of it and like slapped me around because I can only imagine right now what, you know, I'm watching all of my friends and all these different fitness people and they keep talking about these damn words like, oh, pivot and this and that. I'm like, no, (laughs) it's not pivoting. This is life. This is life. This is evolution. Let's talk about those words. Like, let's learn. Um I love the – we were talking to um, – you know Rev Skip? Uh, I don't know that I do. I'm not sure. Okay. He's been like around forever and he was talking about, um, you know, listen, when we ask each other like, this is great. Everything's great. Like how? what are the positives from this whole experience? He's like, okay, millions of people are dying. <laughs> like this is not positive. He goes, let's change the dialogue and say, what are you learning? What did you learn? Right. How can and you- what are you doing now? Like enough with the pity. Oh my gosh, I'm being nasty today. Enough what, with the pity I, party. And what what are sure. we doing? What are but we then doing? There's the whole other camp. These positive perspective changing Pollyannas. And I I consider myself. Look, I consider myself an eternal optimist. Most people would say that about me. I consider myself a motivator and an inspirer. Uh, and so one might think that I might lean in that direction. But I am not the type that's going to remind you that other people have worse than you 
and then it's more difficult on the other side of the fence to make you feel better about your problems or your daily life. I'm not going to use someone else's larger problems to diminish how you feel about your problems because problems and stress and anxiety, as we know from exercise, they're relative. They're relative to your uh, tissue capacity. It's relative to your, uh, your ability to accept progressive overload. It's relative to your starting point. It's relative to uh, how long your macro cycle is. You know, there's a lot of it. When you train athletes, you learn that there's a relativity to results. Uh, and so you have to look at the mind the same way. Mind's a muscle. And, you know, we're, we're living in it. It's the commander of the ship, whether you like it or not. And so just like I disapprove of people putting other people down to make themselves pumped up and feel better, I think that's the lowest of the low. I also gently disapprove. Sorry to some of my friends out there. I, 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 I know that you mean well, and I respect your intention and your message for the most part. I really, really do. I want to say that, but I don't cotton to that kind. I don't agree with you shouldn't be experiencing this as hard as you're experiencing it because somebody else is experiencing it so much worse. So that's why I don't talk to, you know, others being from the epicenter here in America um, in a way that is, you know, belittling or uh, or you think you have it bad. Like, I, I just don't think that that's a good way to scale a, a global experience or to support each other best as possible. So I don't need your perspective shift. I don't need you to tell me that. <laughs> everything is going to be okay and that things aren't so bad. And let's turn that frown upside down and let's talk about what's going, you know, what's, what could be, you know, so much worse that I need to be grateful for because I am an innately an optimist and I know those things. So I don't need like the beginning of the 12 steps. You know what I mean? What I need is for people who surround me and in my business to be stalwart, strong, honest. I need people to join in the shield wall. You know, I need the phalanx, like the Spartans and the like, I need everybody to line up and I need you to protect me side and neck on my left and right. And the guy behind me to cover my head from arrows. Right. And I'll take the blows head on for you guys right behind me into the other side. And that's that's the way I think the healthiest perspective could, should and would be sort of a militaristic outlook on getting through this because this is war on a global scale. It's immune war, biochemical war on a global scale. Uh, and so that's my particular perspective on this pandemic predicament. And uh, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I, I like to think you're going to be okay. Absolutely. <laughs> I just like to think, you know, whether there's war or not war, or arrows or not, I think, you know, we're, you're going to be okay. Yeah. It's all but okay. Then, but, but then again, like, but then again, you might not because there's a couple million people. Dead. I know, I know. <laughs> you know, because, so like, so that's the other side. It's like, you, here's, here's what I like. You can be okay. Your business can be okay. It can. But what are the steps that you're taking every day? My friend Giovanni uh, Roselli, uh, you guys know him? Christine, mm -hmm. you know him? Like, yeah. You know Giovanni. He, I, I happened to scroll through uh, Instagram and I, I was talking to another friend about this yesterday. Uh, 
I am very proud of the people I select and elect to scroll past in my feed. I know 99% personally, I know them, have had a conversation with them, have exchanged emails with them, or have been face-to-face with them, or been on the phone with them. 99%. I don't stalk celebrities. I don't, you know, there are a few things like the good news movement, like that it's just so cool you don't want to ignore it, and some boxing uh, channels that I follow, and I don't know those people, obviously, but they're trades, so it's important to me. Um, but I know almost everybody. Uh, they're personal people that I have respect and esteem for or care for and their messages are good. And Giovanni wrote, um, I'm going to paraphrase. I don't probably not going to nail it verbatim. And I'm just, I'm disclaimer. I'm not trying Giovanni. I'm not trying to quote you, but I, I am giving you credit. Um, it doesn't matter what happens, uh, a month from now. It doesn't matter what, what, what is going to be a year from now. Just focus on executing the next 24 hours as, uh, as, best as possible and you know that whole take it by the minute take it by the hour or take it by the day you know so like what are you doing what did you do today that's going to help compound your results and your happiness for tomorrow you know how did you deal with any particular setbacks of today that needed to either be preempted or you have to now be reactive to so that that doesn't follow you into the next day and like the decisions you make not only affect you, and this is what Governor Cuomo is great about saying, but you're affecting your entire community, you're affecting your family, you're affecting your neighborhood, you're affecting your entire zip code. And in effect, in New York, you're affecting the entire country uh, with your behavior, as goes New York, so goes one of the largest part of the tax returns to the federal government. So like that we run on gasoline uh, as a nation very much mined and manufactured here by New York's behavior. And everybody flies here to conduct big meetings. It's here, Cali, you know? Um, so the thought process is how am I, how am I behaving today? How am I protecting myself today? How am I protecting the people around me today that will make for a better tomorrow? And that is the New York tough attitude. That's, that's what we're trying to execute here. And then, um, and then I think of how many people just flew over the weekend. I mean, Ugh. and just traveled. I mean, Ugh. I'm gonna I'm gonna say right now, even though we're not video, raise your hand if you know people who traveled over the hands weekend. Up. My hands up. My Both hands of up. my hands are yeah. up. Do you know people, Brian? Of course. Oh my god, there's so many people. Oh well, I'll just what? What? Are you ta- what? <laughs> like, what, you know? Oh, it's just nothing's going on. I'm, I'm, I just, I don't understand. So there's so much I don't understand every day I get up and there's more stuff that I don't understand. And Mm. it's, it like literally my mind is blown. You're aware of more stuff that you don't understand. I guess. Yeah. I, but you know, the world, I, I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, I feel a little bit, Oh, you know what it was? It was my sister, my sister, Vicky, actually you'd appreciate this, Steve. She's the head of, um, school psychology for Lindenhurst school districts. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And she called me and was like, that's it. I'm quitting. I'm quit. That's, I can't deal with this anymore. She's like, I'm getting a deadbolt. I'm going to my office. I'm locking the deadbolt, pretending I'm not here. Blah. Like she had this whole plan and I'm like, Oh, okay. Um, but that's, you know, and I was telling her, I was like, listen, I'm like, she's like, the world has just gone crazy. It's so chaotic. And I'm like, well, because I am chaos, like, I feel like, all right, I'm taking it one day at a time. 
all right, we're not looking too far in advance because that's just going to like give you that anxiety, that stress. Right. What are we doing today? And I used to put it, I don't know why I don't have it on my calendar right now, but there was a saying, I always had it on my calendar that said, is what you're doing right now working towards your goal or your mission or your purpose? And if Mm. you can't answer, you know, if whatever it is you're spending your time on right this second, you can't say yes it's a part of who I am and my mission and what I represent, then it's not worth it. And I mean, it could even be like going out to, you know, not really so much anymore, but maybe you're doing a Zoom coffee date with a best friend or, I mean, that is working towards your goal because it makes your mindset happier. And um, I think that is something that's so freaking important and especially I'm seeing all the, I'm even talking about fitness, non-fitness, whatever business, people Mm -hmm. just grasping at straws. Um, And it's kind of, I get it. I get there's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of, what am I going to do? But all right, what are we going to do today? Today. Yeah. What are we doing? Yep. What are we doing? Today, the Giovanni principle. Mm -hmm. You know, and and it's it's like, um, it's like what Brian was saying before. Look, we, we just... It's a matter of what are we learning, keeping perspective. Um, and so I don't want to punish. I don't want Montana to look at me and say, oh, thank God, you know, I'm not them and feel better about that or worse or feel sorry for me. I don't need a state that is super low in uh, in contacts and contract uh contracting and contact tracing to feel any particular way towards me. We're strangers. I understand that. I don't want that. But what I do want is for them to have a realization of what can happen and that it has no direction. Miss Rona, she's got no allies and no enemies. She does not uh, restrict her behavior in any way, shape, or form, she's not prejudiced. She's equal opportunity. And she can go anywhere and she can get to anybody. It's like the mob on steroids. You know, she, she can get you. She'll get you at work. She can get you at the store. She can get you parking your car. Like, she'll get you at the restaurant. She can get you. And so I just would hope that we can have a general sense of empathy. Skip the sympathy. Sympathy is not necessarily productive. We don't need that. But empathy, so that we all behave in a way that marches us out of here in 2021, that help pulls us out of the trenches, so that we can ascertain what the new normal is going to be, whatever that is. And now, if you'd like me to talk about how I am making sense out of whatever this is compared <laughs> to normal for my business, I'm happy to do that. Oh, gosh, but, Steve, uh, that was my very next <laughs> question. Oh, really? Yeah. Take it's it away. That yeah. I just, what are you um, doing to maximize your days? I just saw his social media <laughs> pop up. The way that things are presently, you know, in the, currently yeah. evolving. Enlighten us, in, Steve. In in this in this particular climate <laughs> here in the industry, how are you pivoting? Uh, what? <laughs> well, yeah, right. Oh my how God. are you re? How are you reinventing? Any passion projects? Reinventing. Would you like to come on a webinar series and talk about this in a round table? Uh, my you, can ponti- you can pontificate to people about what they exactly your life what exactly now. they should do because you know everyone's individual situation, right? Actionable items. Action. 
action-oriented steps that you can apply immediately to your situation. <laughs> Do it. Four easy payments. Oh. Um, so, <laughs> totally. Yeah. So, so I'm no, you know, I'm no Christine Conti. I don't have, uh, you know, 500 things going on every day that I can, you know, blast out because I am such an incredible success monster at all times. But what I'm doing is <laughs> I am maximizing my personal skill sets in every direction that I have bandwidth while very intentionally not challenging myself to be like anything else I see or compare myself to anyone else I see, whether it's a social media highlight real or not, whether I actually believe it or not. Um, and that, that is my, what I believe is my saving grace and is my, my, why I don't need a perspective shift or I don't need, you know, serious mental help right now. It's because I am able to drive my lanes and I drive them with comfort and I drive them with confidence. Uh, but I am not trying to jump in every other lane I can in order to have so many irons in the fire. Because as you point out, Christine grasping at straws, I think of it as jumping onto traffic, traffic filled highways. Like you you can only, you can only jump into traffic so many times, you know? And, and I consider myself, you know, a sports car in certain lanes, right? But then I would be a go-kart in other lanes that I am not an expert in, wholly unfamiliar with. Luckily, since the advent of Skype, I have been training instructors around the world and having to have meetings where I've had to show some movement. And, you know, I had those meetings. I was one of the generation that had the meetings with people in other time zones where you got kicked off like nine times and you had to keep getting on, you know? So because of that, I am a veteran of the, I will do a telesession with you. I will work through the screen. I also once upon a time ran a brick and mortar funnily enough in 2021. It looks like I'm going to be a part of a brick and mortar, Christine. And I'll tell you more about that, Brian. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, right now I don't, but I did run a Kung Fu school and we actually had five of them. It was part of a chain. Uh, my boss is now the creator. My old boss is the creator of one of the most successful franchises in the world. I, I love kickboxing. I heart kickboxing.com. It's his brand. Um, they teach similarly to the way I used to teach classes, uh, protocols I had a uh, hand in shaping in my early twenties. And so, you know, I, trained kids and I trained martial arts specialties and can vary my service very much. So, and did mommy and daddy and me classes, you know, once a week, I did sleepovers overnights once a month, the parents would come in the beginning. We did all sorts of these interactive promotional classes and street fairs and uh, show and tell in school and after school camp stuff with kids and parents and so when my very successful 40-year-old financial client has a wife that also sometimes works on the weekends and he has a five- and three-year-old daughter and he's in charge of them on Saturday, it turns out, because his wife has to go to her very important auctioning job and he doesn't want to cancel a session, what do we do? Well, we use kid weights. And his daughters become the resistance 
and they become an interactive part of the workout, which makes them more interested in working out, more interested in health and fitness, more interested in general, causes more sociality, which reduces anxiety with the family. And he gets his workout. You know, the one kid's 50 pounds and the other one's 25. Ideal, ideal weights. <laughs> ideal weights. <laughs> so, so I've created entire 45 minute workouts. And now every time we sign on the five-year-old who really enjoys the gig and the three-year-old who jumps in because she wants to be a part of it um, and usually quits first, she's the soonest to <laughs> opt out of the workout experience, but she enjoys it when she does it in the beginning. Um, she now always asks every Saturday, as soon as the FaceTime goes on, do we need kid weights today? And usually now, so we have, <laughs> there's a whole protocol. This is pandemic protocols. Okay. This is how you evolve your service and you, you create new experiences in life that are amusing and lend new perspective. And when you say, what are we learning? Here's what we're learning. We're learning that Ryan has to text me 10 minutes or more before a session to tell me if he wants the children to interact in the workout or not that day. So when she asks the inevitable question, Steve, do we need kid weights today? I already have a pre-programmed answer. So that's one of those extra steps that you have to take in order for me to get another session a week to make sure I burn through his package every month so I can get another paycheck. <laughs> and so you have to be flexible with your offerings, offerings that I've done before but are now combining in a new and different way. Uh, the, the concept of filling backpacks with books or cookware or roll coins is something that you see sometimes in hitchy pitchy or hokey kind of home workouts where people have, you know, gallon water jugs and then you put like five pounds in a backpack. I'm talking about an Osprey, you know, sub zero summit pack with <laughs> 60, with 60 pounds of books in it. And you now have a legitimate, I don't know, weight fest because it straps in the front of my chest for push-ups and hop squats and multi-directional lunging and turning around in the front and holding by the top and you can row it and you can swing it across the body on a D1 or D3 angle, diagonal angles like a, like a kettlebell flip. Um, you now have a legitimate strength program with no actual gym equipment um, and you get to be MacGyverish. <laughs> You know, and there's this cool feeling, this MacGyverish. That's a, that's a word now. I, I'm, I'm MacGyverish. I you know, I'm MacGyverish. I'm MacGyver it. Not I'm quite MacGyver, just MacGyverish. MacGyverish, MacGyver-esque, MacGyver-esque. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not like making a potato gun out of a pipe <laughs> and like a transistor radio. I got a flip flop, uh, a hairbrush. <laughs> what can I do? And some here? Vaseline, the foil from uh, a Wrigley's. <laughs> So I am, I'm learning to, you know, to, to make it and making it fun and interesting. And it's, it's challenging and it's satisfying. It's professionally satisfying. Um, so I have that. And then as Christine knows, well, I've been recording fitness workouts for my own brands and a variety of other brands for over for a decade, a decade and a half now. Um, you know, I've been, on the news a billion times in the morning shows and stuff. So no weirdo in front of a camera. Um, the only weirder thing is like the lack of actual audience or person feedback. Even when you do a video, a professional video shoot with two or three cameras, you got a 10 person crew there 
and you got people holding up signs reminding you to smile sometimes or like smiling, doing the big fake smile with their fingers at you or laughing at you and your jokes. You know, so you got people to help out a little bit. Now I'm sitting in a living room in New York City in the middle of a pandemic with a Mac pointed at me and I'm talking <laughs> to myself, to my digital reflection. So sure, it's a little weird. There's a small adjustment period. But if you're a person who understands how the camera works uh, and you are a presenter, you're a serious professional who knows how to mirror talk your movement and knows how to say, say left and go right, then you could be really effective in this space. And so, you know, five days into the pandemic, I started Steve Feinberg fit on VHX.TV. I saw the writing on the wall immediately. The minute they said we were going to close the subways, you know, just for a little bit, quote unquote, just for a little bit to be safe. I was like, Oh, time to start a digital fitness business that only I profit from immediately. Mm -hmm. And so, I went to Vimeo, which is a New York-based company, because I'm all about supporting local businesses, especially in times like this. I didn't know Vimeo uh, was New York. Yeah, Vimeo's based in New York. Huh. We are a New York City-based. Well, very familiar with Vimeo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a New York City-based company, uh, and so you just look at their uh, look at their home address, look at mm -hmm. the uh, headquarters. It's downtown. So, uh, yeah, I immediately popped up an over-the-top TV channel and have been collecting subscribers against everybody's boo-hoos and hiss-hisses and hums-hums-hums about not putting up my, you know, links all the time and asking for donations. And you, you could make, you're asking for $15 for a month. You could be making $150 a class if you got 10 people in $15 a class. Sure. Yeah, no, that's, to that's totally true. I could juice all of my friends during a pandemic when I know <laughs> mm -hmm. some of them are furloughed or going to be furloughed soon. Right. I could ask for that. I, I'm certainly worth it. I understand that. Um, but I could be that selfish and inconsiderate and ask people to pay, you know, like a full price for a class and, you know, and, and then bank early. But a lot of those people that I know that did that and were putting up their Venmo and saying classes free, donations suggested and pinning it to their lives. Those people are struggling to get three, four or five people in the class and if they don't teach they don't get a check that month i built myself up over 100 subscribers paying 15 dollars a month i have a guaranteed dump of x amount of money that comes to me once a month uh it's exciting it surprises me when it hits the account you know and then if i want to take off because i want to be with my family when i usually teach on thursday on thanksgiving i just write in an email blast in my uh, to my in my customer conversation communication Thursday canceled, happy turkey day, Saturday come burn it with the afterburn class, like, and the money still comes. And so I've always believed in a subscription model. And then there's the other discussion of, well, shouldn't you charge more? Are you worth, well, yeah, sure, of course I should. We all should. We're all awesome. I mean, we're awesome. We're obviously awesome, awesome. at what we do. We're great. But we should all charge, we should all charge oodlesofmoney.com because we're awesome, right? We're all the bomb. But like at the same time, you're you're gonna what? You're gonna ask for unlimited classes. You're gonna put a bunch of classes up, a couple of classes a week for forty or fifty dollars a month. Okay, you're competing against Varus by Equinox that already has over a hundred professionally shot workouts up and ads every week for fifty dollars a month. You're competing against Daily Burn that only charges twenty five dollars a month, and they have over almost a thousand workouts and top trainers and good good post production edit. And blah blah blah, and you're at seven twenty 
or 1080p in your living room with your Mac mm-hmm. and your sound splitter and you want to charge $50 a month, it's like you've got to know your margins. If you want to succeed right now, you have to drive the lanes that you're already driving in plus whatever splintered off-roading you can do from those lanes that are related that you're an expert in. And then you have to market them well to your core tribe and crowd. And you also have to make sure that you're within the margins of your asking price and your delivery. And that's how I've been able to maintain myself, exploiting the things I was already doing, plus creating you know, a, a business that's new to me, but the service I provide and the style of delivery is not new to me. It's just new business, new marketing idea, blah, 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 Corona, blah, COVID, <laughs> so forth and so on. And, and once you have it, like you said, then you sell the value, right? Then you show, you know, what you get for, you know, the 15 right. a month and, and, you know, and what, and there's huge value in it. They're probably more likely sure. to, to, you know, to opt into the, something like that than the $50 because what you're giving them is, you know, is comparable. Maybe the camera work isn't, you know, as precise or beautiful and, you know, highly product, you know, produced, but you know what? They don't care about that. It's a workout. Oh, that's the great thing about this pandemic is a lower quality of service is going to be accepted across the board in, in respect to pre and post production in, in respect to gloss and quality of image like that is going to be secondary and tertiary. Whereas that was the prize for workout videos or workout, uh, workout service, distance working out, distance learning and distance exercise training, whether it be one-on-one small group or, or large group, um, it, it will. It is much more widely accepted now. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars on image equipment or have a beautiful warehouse to shoot in or a perfect brick wall to stand in front of. It's okay if your cat is in between your damn feet or your kid runs into the foy, into into the shooting area, you know, in the middle of said thing, and mom or nanny have to run, scoop, and drag out of the scene. All that's okay. I, I just ham it up. I talk to the cat. I talk to my son. I talk mm-hmm. to my wife when they walk by. I talk to him when he yells at me. If I'm if I'm in the middle of punching, he imitates me now. So I'll be like, ha, ha, ha. And I'll hear him go, ha. And I'll say, that's right, Jesse, ha. I'll just keep, I, just, I make him part of the show. You can't beat him. Just include him. Um, and, and, you know, it becomes charming and cute instead of unprofessional and silly. Uh, and, and so that's the perspective flip that this is creating, which I love. And now I'll say about personal training for my personal trainer friends out there who are like me, who've been training people for two decades and who um, were able to go independent and they're not in the gym. So they don't have the benefits of a lifetime or a gold or an equinox where you get fed leads and there are people walking around, you know, every day, all the masks now uh, for a lifetime where you had these automatic referrals that you it was yours to lose. You know, you were given a free session and uh, they're equifit and they're whatever. And then it, it was yours to lose or win the business based on the impression you created. Um, you now, they got to fish and fend for themselves. And a lot have done that successfully. And with home visits, I have called myself the Lord of the living room for almost two decades now. Uh, I stopped being a, a house tr- kept trainer 20 years ago. And have been marketing myself and doing home visits and traveling through circles and word of mouth and referrals and, and basic boosting a post and so forth and so on. And I'll tell you this. 
I lost 75% of my business and my income right in the first three weeks. Mm-hmm. I, tr- I train because I'm not simply a lose five pounds for summer kind of coach or an aesthetic and power development person. Uh, and I don't get my exercise selections off of a YouTube channel. <laughs> I work with an at-risk older population, 50% of my clientele. Uh, I do some hands-on body work, some, you know, ART, MAT inspired kind of stuff. Those of you who don't know what those things are, it's active release technique and muscle activation technique. And a lot of it goes back to my understanding of Chinese pressure points and uh, ligament and tendon manipulation and meridians. It's really all the same. The same points that hurt you are the ones that help you. It's just how you contact them, how you touch it. That's all it is. It determines whether it's bad or good, hurt or help. Um, so I, I built a proficiency in working with your average client, uh, of older age that has some orthopedic issues, some joint stuff, and, and also, you know, pro and amateur competitive athletes. Um, so all of those people, that entire crowd, big revenue crowd willing to pay for the hands on work, 50, 50 split of that plus training, and, you know, rehab and post rehab, I take referrals from, uh, from physical therapists because I've, I've maintained relationships with ones that know that I'm a good post rehab guy. I know how to take where they are and march into the next plane of performance, but all that's gone. They're not going to train through the screen. How am I going to give them the benefit that they're used to paying for virtually? Plus they fled to their luxury estates in the Hamptons, Large Mont, <laughs> Cape Cod, and the Jersey Shore as fast as they could. Like they split or Florida. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some of them still haven't come back because, you know, hasn't been an incredible amount of fun being in New York City during this time. So why would they? Like they can go to their other places. So it was a big hit. Uh, and it has forced me to comb the people who did take to training through the screen right away um, for referrals and to create promotional deals for family members. I have one client that moved to California a month before the pandemic hit. And we had already talked about training a little bit virtually and it didn't, she didn't get motivated during the move. It was a tense month, right? Uh, and a lot of stuff to do. She moved to Santa Barbara and then she was like, okay, I'm not going to go make any new relationships and, you know, find somebody to train me on the beach right now. So let's start working together. And now I train her and her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend. And each person who signs on for the session is a 25% reduction in cost from the initial person. So her daughter costs 25% less than she does for joining and her boyfriend costs 25% less than the daughter costs, which is 25% less than the original customer costs. And, you know, families who train together, strain together, and it's great, right? But that's, that's found opportunity. That's like, you know, Hey, what's she doing for workouts these days? And we're talking about her and, you know, Oh, she's her boyfriend stopped by during at the end of a workout one day. Hey, when am I going to get a piece of you on camera? Don't worry. I can program for all different strength levels at the same time. I'm not a newbie. 
kind of thing, <laughs> you know, and then you got to read your resume a little bit, but you comb the people that you're working with to the point where I've returned to the 75% of the income that I got reduced. I have 50% of that back plus the money from the monthly uh, dump from my virtual classes minus the complete closure of group fitness in New York. So no classes at Equinox equals I'm down about 30%, which is not awesome, but it's also not terrible. It's nowhere near terrible. Plus the unemployment that I get, the pandemic assistance for my Equinox W2, um, that's actually nearly making me whole. Plus you're reprioritizing and you're learning about your life and you're talking about when Christine speaks about you know, moving towards your passion and your mission on a daily basis and are your behaviors adding to your, what I'm going to call your penultimate bottom line, you know, whatever those things are, whatever that amalgam of circumstances or conglomerate of accomplishments is, um, I am doing that and I'm spending a ton less money. Forget going out to dinner. I've become the lazy ass chef (laughs) and I'm inspiring hundreds of people to cook for their families themselves at home. Because I promise that what I put together, like you could watch it from start to finish sometimes and it doesn't take more than 30 minutes and it doesn't look like it tastes like cardboard either. You know, it's all reasonable food. And I got involved with the give program, which is the company that Christine was referencing before that I'm doing a fundraiser class for, which directly feeds the fitness industry, allows out-of-work trainers in the tri-state area to take their circle of of influence, the people who trust them for their health and fitness and nutritional knowledge, and turn them on to these boxes of high-quality delivered protein from a safe warehouse uh, and uh, make a profit and get a cut of those sales for themselves. So you're feeding families and the fitness industry at the same time. And I'm going to do a free fundraiser for them next week of class using my favorite methodologies, my cardio boxing and my cardio martial arts, shadow down hip box, which is what Steve Feinberg fit.vhx.tv is 90% shadow dough and hip box mashups, right? I didn't do speedball because I already have a ton of professional workouts for speedball and you need a speedball. I don't want anybody picking up a jug or a dumbbell even worse and tossing it through their sheetrock wall in their New York City apartment. I don't want to be responsible for any of that. So it's all unloaded, uh, you know, favorite methods. And um, I am, I did recruit people in my building, word got around, uh, that I invested in the best PPE. So I have a couple of people who are at higher risk that trust me to come into their homes because I show up in a mask called ultra mask. And that mask has an X instead of a K at the end, ultra MASX.com invented by Singapore engineers uh, and imported by the EU. And that America is now trying to catch up on that has a four stage HEPA carbon filter built into this superhero shield looking tiny little face thing that silicone seals to your face. So it's more comfortable and can't possibly transmit or accept any contagion. Uh, and it has a filtration fan built into it that pulls all air that would be going out or in through this Darth Vader-like four-stage hepacarbon filter mask. So I technically clear three cubic feet of air per hour around me when I wear this mask. 
I can't possibly make somebody else sick or let, or they can't make me sick unless they spit in my eye, of which <laughs> I have, a, I have something called a view shield, which is a face shield that has little sunglasses, arms in it that go over my ears. So I put that over that and I'm totally safe. Even if it's aerosolized, I'm completely safe. Um, so I invested hundreds of dollars in finding out what the, I typed in best, best scientific mask and for COVID. And this is what came up and it's certified K O H S and certified K N 95. So it meets both the medical Western American and the, the European uh, standards for, for, for medical grade, for hospital grade PPE. Um, so I'm basically saying to people and letting it get around, like, does your trainer have invulnerable PPE? Because I do. And I have a backpack on my back of which I added a few tools to from the WEC method, David WEC's uh, brand. I got an RMT club, an eight pound weight shifting club. I got some pulsers. I got some new thicker um, progressive, you know, latex neoprene bands. Um, And I got inertia waves, the duos that I can hold on one end, which function like super fast, light battle ropes that create inertia. I love them. Oh, they're my they're, one of my favorite new things. I used them yesterday. What is what are yeah, we talking? Are we talking use, about fitness still, or are we did we wave. go somewhere else? No, yeah. we're, we're off kidding. the mask. Yeah. I'm kidding. We're off the ko. Yeah. Uh, ko. I thought he mask. would put we're, a we're prophylactic on his head. <laughs> that would be really we're, safe. We're into latex. So, it's funny. It looks like it looks <laughs> like, like a little five. pink nose. Yeah. No, but it it really is like these tools that I can pop mm-hmm. up on my roof or on someone's balcony or in their living room when we stand far enough away from each other. I have this bag of tricks that I can really execute strength and aerobic and anaerobic training, glycolytic style training sessions in people's homes. And I can be the resistance just like John Connor. I can wrap the bands <laughs> around me. That's a Terminator reference. Okay, he got it. Good. Um, and uh, you are the resistance, John Connor. So – so those are the things I did. I actually, and I will say this again, because I know we want takeaways for these shows. I gave three before and I gave them in a specific order. And now I'm going to get number four, invest in your PPE and let it be known in your circles uh, as you recruit people's friends and family members that if they are the type that need to have someone in front of them, whether you're doing hands-on work or not, that you're the only option, you're the only safe option. Um, and, Invest to make more. Invest in some new tools, some portable tools. If you are a trainer who depended on the gym and you haven't ordered bands that go up to 100 pounds of resistance yet, uh, loops and handled, and you don't have a couple of static weights, whether it be a club or a kettlebell or whatever, then I don't know what you're thinking. But whatever the new normal is, it's going to incorporate Offsite training, outside training, park training, if you weren't already doing that, which many of us obviously are. Um, and then there may be a whole new category that I'm going to call contagion training, where you're one of the trusted COVID circle people, just like people have to. I make I have an incredible ironclad liability waiver and client customer agreement. And I require a COVID negative test uh, before I'll come visit. And so you, you have to set your lines, invest in tools that make you more than a moderately productive 
work out. You got to get MacGyver-ish and MacGyver-esque with what people have at home when you're through the telly, when you're talking through the telly. You got to make sure you're using a variety of tools and that you can deliver deliver an experience that not only is enter training, which is mine, but um, but adds to to their to the midline of what their goals are. Um, you know, you have to be contributing towards an end goal, and if you don't, they don't have one, then you need to create process goals. Now more than ever is the time to create process goals, not just quantifiable goals, as people's meet their non-exercise activity thermogenics and their ADL, their activities of daily life, are lower. Some cases slowed to a crawl. They don't even have to ride the subway or get in the car to drive to walk the parking lot to get to the elevator to go to their office. Uh, we're talking about metabolism, you know, on uh, on on sickness, super, super low. Uh, it's, it's diminished. You need to create goals that don't just have to do with that are emotionally inspired process goals not i want to lose this amount of inches or increase my vertical by this much or my 40 yard or my 400 meter or my bench press level by blank at blank time or x amount of pounds or x amount of body fat percentage it's got to be like you know i can i can dash across the apartment or get up and out of my chair x X amount, X hundred times a day, you know, and I, and, and you ask them to log it on their off days. How many times do you stand up? I want you to stand up a hundred times out of your chair tomorrow throughout your workday. I don't care how you do it. I don't care if you do, you know, 20 an hour, five times. Uh, I don't care how you split up or you do all hundred in one hour. It's up to you, but I want to make sure that you do that. And I want you to make it a goal an accomplishable goal that and the gallon of water that better be sitting at that dinky little discardable Ikea desk you got for the corner of your bedroom. So you're not disturbing your whole family, your flock of three that are screaming in the living room with your significant other. Like you, you got to try to homeschool like Brian and Brian and co like the printer gas view. Like you, you have to, you know, you got to create opportunities for success for the people that you're working with in a time in which it is very difficult to have traditional quantifiable goal sets. That, that honestly has been like the biggest thing for me is I get to see these people really, you know, the, the light bulbs go off and the satisfaction of doing real stuff with as little as possible or whatever, you know, the situation allows them to. And, and like really just being able to, you know, they, it, it, they realize that, that they don't need, you know, all the fancy things that they came to us in the first place for, you know, but what we can do is, you know, they get us, right? They get the trainer, they get the motivator, they get the goal setter, they get, you know, all those things that, that we can set them up for the success, regardless of what we have. Um, and once they start kind of getting into, into that and they kind of, you know, get caught up in that tractor beam, uh, you know, it's, it's awesome to see. It's like, a, it's a lot of fun, um, you know, just to have them experience it and you know realize it themselves i have one thing for, yeah go ahead steve go, no, uh, you go. i was gonna say before we uh before we start to wrap up today and we're gonna i want steve to give everyone all of his info and definitely all the stuff you're doing online the one thing that i would add to what you're saying that i've seen that we you know we talk about you know whether you're right now you're fit pro fitness industry or anyone listening to this show from around the globe that one of the 
biggest problems people say to me all the time. They're like, Christine, how do you, you know, how do you get people? Like, how do you, you know, how, how do people find you or this or that? I said, number one, I said the, the most, or I guess the best information that I could give to someone is, do you enjoy what you do? Do people look at you and think like, wow, this person loves what they do and it looks like a lot of fun. And I have learned in the last 20 years because I was coming off of a a very difficult, you know, I played at a very high level in college. It was, it became not fun and it was hard and it was, you were always beat down and yelled at and lift up how mm. many, how much can you snatch and hang clean? And it was like, it became not fun. It was, it was like a job. And I remember leaving. And when I first got in the industry, you know, teaching classes and, and it almost was like, you had to do this and you were going to do this program. And, and now it's almost like my goal in every class that I teach, whether it's zoom or in person is we have to have fun. This is an experience. Absolutely. Because every person you know, even if they worked hard, Just walks away drag for everybody. and is like, wow, I feel so much better. Or that was fun. Mm. Even though they mm -hmm. thought, you know, because right now it's mental health. Everybody is, you know, again, how awesome. I mean, people want to be at gyms. They don't want to be working out in their living room all the time. But this is what we have. So let's give a really awesome experience. And I see people all the time searching for how do you get people for your workshops? How do you blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what is it that you're doing? Like maybe, maybe myself, maybe Steve, Brian, like we've got connections we made in person already, but what are you showing yeah, about yourself? Uh, you know, it's just like, you, you know, you do something, people are like, I want some of that. That right. seems fun. I don't want to, you know, I mean, look, we can all knock you over the head with a kettlebell once in an hour, you know, for four days a week. And, you know, and that, but it's not very fun. It's not, you know, and that's like the long lasting, that's the long term, you know, think, uh, you know, situation where you want to build that success long term. And it's not going to happen where, holy shit, not this again. I hate this. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, totally. Absolutely. If you turn a workout into work, you've already lost. It's not uh, going to work a matter of time before people walk away. Yeah, absolutely. And this is one of those times when uh, trainers can take a page from their group fitness brothers and sisters. One thing that we do that you have to do on camera that you don't have to necessarily do when you're right in front of somebody and you can put your hands on them to adjust them, uh, providing that you have a waiver sign and that it's legal to make contact, <laughs> of course, in whatever facility that you work in. Um, it's we do mirror, shadow and profile. We demonstrate an exercise from mirror, shadow, and profile. And if we're doing something that's sagittal in nature, we turn to the frontal coronal plane. We turn profile so that you can see that exercise with some depth and extension, you know. And, and so, and, and that's important. We face forward when we are doing a horizontal movement. And you, changing perspective is how you're able to keep people safe. And like to build on that point, Christine, in the beginning of every Steve Feinberg fit shadow dough and hitbox mashup. I do my blah, blah, blah breeding and I'm all excited. And I always say in this order, especially if you're brand new, you should be here to have fun first, uh, be safe second, burn calories third and acquire skills fourth in that order. Mm -hmm. And then I say the first two are possibly interchangeable, safe and fun, but they're about tight. And, um, <laughs> that's what, and that's how I roll. And that's, and that's gotta be the priority. That's the mental health priority. I agree with you a hundred percent. I like that. 
All right. Go ahead. And because obviously we could go on forever and ever and ever and ever. Um, tell everyone out there, okay, we want to try this. We want to see what you're doing online on your channels. Go. I got a standing free day, free three day trial anytime you want to my entire library at www.steepfeinbergfit.vhx.tv. All you have to do is go click on that and you can find that in my bio on Instagram. Right now, if you go to Speedball Steve on Instagram and Hitbox or Hitbox World, www.orhitbox on Facebook, you'll see the logo and you'll see my face. You'll see me come up and you could just pop in try class live if you are a member of steve feinberg fit community after you've done your trial then you get emails to attend the live tapings to join the uh the vimeos and the zooms uh and so you can either be completely distance learning and subscribers like the people in europe and asia and on the west coast that are my subscribers or you can pop in like you used to and you can be a part of the show so those are the main ways to find me and then speedballfitness.com and hitboxworld.com. I'm not a difficult person to find. <laughs> Except that there's another person named Steve Feinberg on what was there it, Facebook or something? The, there's a couple. Yeah. But yeah, they they got yeah. nothing there's on you, Steve. There's a super, super rich one. Steve Feinberg, he's like a super hedge fund business guy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I always feel like, oh, there's no, yeah, I know. I wish I had his bank account. That's, that's I've been spreading out that line from He's probably boring, you know, like he sucks, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe, at least make him at least make him a client. Feinbergs Feinbergs unite. (laughs) I mean, we we might be twice as powerful if we were to join forces. I have no idea. Why haven't you you reached out? Like, hey, we have the same stranger stranger danger, stranger danger. We have the same name. Hey. I'm my Steve Feinberg. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Um, there's I need a, other Steve Feinberg. There's a Brian Prendergast from Denver with SEC violations that oh, like, no. yeah, like a back. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, it, like 20 years ago when I was in the mortgage business, they were like, uh, Brian, uh, did you ever do any business in Denver? <laughs> were you ripping off old ladies? That was the allegation. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and totally. And by the way, I would absolutely tell you if that was me. Of yeah. course I would. And I, I, would I said, no. <laughs> No. What? Hilarious. Also, like if, if this is a time for for introspection and reflection, if there ever has been one or do a 360 evaluation of your whole life priorities, this is it. Right. So is there something that you're like a super expert on? Like, are you great at hosting a podcast Then you should host a podcast? You should start doing it. It's not that expensive to get materials. And the people at Two Fit Crazy and the Microphone are happy to consult for you. At Fit Crazy Productions. TFC Productions. Uh, Truth. And TFC Productions. Right. And they'll help you to do that. This is a time to reach people in this medium. Uh, are you a person who's an expert in the subject matter and think you'd benefit from writing a resource material on it? Then maybe like me, you'll write a book. You'll start writing, you know, the ultimate resource on boxing and fitness. How's how that coming, by the way? Basic... It's coming super, super slow, <laughs> super, super slow, um, which is fine for it to be super duper slow because you can't rush greatness and once you can't unprint a book that you send to print can't unpublish it um and i am hypercritical of this particular subject in our specific industry and how it is used abused and misused so i will do as slow as i have to as long term to create a resource that i can be proud of that when a world class coach boxing coach uh a friend of mine reads, they will not rip or pick apart. 
Um, so that's, that's my position. Integrity is first integrity before deadlines for sure. I love it. So I wish you a super happy, great best holiday ever. (laughs) Oh my God, I best. can't wait to travel and be with 30 people in someone's living room. Well, you got the PPE. You can do whatever you want. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I'm excited for Lawrence Biscontini's uh, birthday Zoom. He's doing a, his, his, his Zoom's birthday. He's born on Christmas Day. So I, I imagine that's going to be full of incredibly colorful characters from around the world. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that. No, that's I can't exciting. imagine. Totally. It's going to be cool. Like those kinds of things. There are some fun things happening. I will say this. Pick a family member who knows how to use Zoom as a moderator. (laughs) Okay? Stop getting together on Zoom and everyone just yelling at each other. Stop it. Stop using speaker view without someone pinned or spotlighted. Stop it. Stop the madness. Stop it. (laughs) Make it an organized conversation. Get somebody who knows how to facilitate because everyone loves you. They're your family, but no one is enjoying the chaos. Mm -mm. And everybody goes, oh, family zooms in 10 minutes. That's not the sound people are supposed to make when they get together with family. I used to be like, yay, I'm going to my uncle's house and I'm going to see my awesome family. And now it's like, oh, the Zoom starts in 10 minutes. Hey, hey I can hear. Can you hear me? Can you hear? Can you? Hey, Jack, how, how's the dog? The need, dog. How's the dog? We need like a scared then, straight just tutorial. Just screen share. This, the, the green thing on the bottom. That means, the, nope, the other. Nope, <sighs> nope, nope. Now, now I, I, mm, now I you see You see how the microphone is red? Yeah. It's red. That means it's off. That's mute. On, hit the the microphone, the, and then you're in the and chat. Then you're Press the microphone, <laughs> and you're privately sending messages to people. The microphone, bottom left, and then they're generally sending back because they're not responding to you, or they want to say something to everybody, and they respond to the last private message person. And you're like, oh, good, more gobbledygook in the chat stream. <laughs> Fantastic. Another productive family gathering. Just let somebody who knows how to do it do it. Oh my God. Give every section of the family three or four minutes. Hey, tell us what's happening in your neighborhood and spotlight and go. You know, and then please save your questions till the end. And then you can all scream at them at once. <laughs> I zoomed my God. uncle's funeral. Oh God, you did? Uh, From yeah. the church. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. It was actually yeah, like. I- yeah, I mean, my aunt and everybody, they were very you know, happy that I did it. But holy shit, I had that set up, you know, first because you got family members that haven't seen each other in a little while and they're all logging on. Oh, hey, how are you? Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm, pu- I'm muting the whole crowd here. Yeah, everybody so- says that same thing. Oh, nice to see you. I wish it was under different circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Oh, nice same to see thing. you. I wish it was under different circumstances. Oh, nice to see you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I, I've attended two of those. And. Thank goodness for them. Honestly, thank goodness for technology. Thank goodness this is not. Imagine in 1918. Imagine when the Spanish flu actually hit. Imagine if we were like in the dark ages. Right. It must have been just just miserable, just walking over bodies and like you just have no idea which end is up and there's no way to send a pony to the next village. Kind of tapped out. Tapped and like out. your your brick and mortar gym isn't open and like. Oh right. So that's the other piece of news right before I roll. So I am going to be. Possibly, it looks like I will be brought in to a boxing fitness gym opening in New York 
looking like somewhere between early to late summer, depending on vaccination dissemination schedule. Um, here in New York City, uh, partnering with my amazing friend, Boyd Melson, who is a world champion fighter and is in the Jewish Sports Hall of Fame um, here in New York and is a motivator and a, uh, a, a crowd speaker and made a semi-successful run at Congress before he got deployed by active duty to the Middle East. Uh, he's an amazing guy and a, a, a very close friend and, and looks like I would be brought in to sort of run the place. And you know how in life you say things like, if I knew then what I know now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now you know. Well, I know. I know then. I know now what I knew then. That's right. You're so in I, get, I get, I get like, I get this potentially this second shot at running and managing in a technological age where I'm not stamping punch cards. Cause that's how we used mm-hmm. to roll back in the day um, to having a facility that focuses on, you know, boxing and martial movement training and fitness and run my programs. And so that would be my contribution to New York's rehabilitation towards the end of 2021. So I'll keep you guys posted on that. And that should coincide around the time that my book hits uh, shelves as well. I can't wait to visit then. Yeah. We got to take a little, little, uh, little trip up to the city when things are, Oh yeah. When things are, you know, when I stop licking banisters and you know, all that fun (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Patient zero. That's great. She's way ahead of the next, the next pandemic. Uh She's on it. She's she's the outbreak monkey. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Oh, I know. That's fine. I I mean I at least I I at least admit that I'm crazy. That's fine. I've I've owned well, it. You leave no doubt. I've owned it at this point. Oh my god. It's I, working. I, I, it's fine. I bought if you own it, then I bought stock in it. Mm-hmm. So okay. we're good. Yeah. It's working. <laughs> it's working out. So Oh my gosh. All right, Steve. It is always an absolute pleasure to uh to hear what is going on in your world and get a nice little state of the state. And, um, you are always welcome. Nice friend of the podcast. We've been, um, every time you're on here, you were on here last with, um, Sergeant Ken. Yes. Mm-hmm. With Project That's Hope. True. And then now, you know, all about you, all about what the heck is happening. And, um, Steve, this was great. Yeah. This was uh, fantastic. Uh, I, I, great. Wasn't this, this, wasn't this just, <laughs> just awesome? It was like sunshine on a rainy day, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't this just the wind beneath your wings? Just what you needed? I just, look, I, I hope that, that this didn't feel like in the end that it was. I have, a, I have my fingers I, I in the shape of a heart right now, Me too. right? I, oh, I heart you're you. so sweet. Oh, emoji. I, I, I really hope that, that this hits people in a place that they find helpful, that something that I said is constructive to their daily life and that they can actually get, get some sort of takeaway out of my perspective in the madness. How could they not? Oh, I, I, I don't have any money, Brian. I can't pay you. I'm sorry. That's all good. You're down 30 right. with the post of 70 with the down That's the 30 we, and with the we're, 70. Uh, and and we're I, I was like, shit, you lost me a while on that math. <laughs> uh, but then, you know, the, the, you know, the, the government came in. They bailed you out. It's sweet. Uh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll help. We'll help's good. Now, hopefully we'll get an actual fitness stimulus plan so that, that would be uh, nice. 100 studios don't close. All of them don't close. Months. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I'll it's send crazy. it to New Jersey. Oh, my God. There goodness. you go. All right, kids. It has been a fantastic day. And uh, with that said, it's Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace. Yeah.